And welcome back to the Something's Brewing Podcast, episode 29. 29? The, the Alex Ald episode, the Jay Pandolfo episode, the Landon Ferraro episode, the Pateri Nokalainen episode, the Maris Chikawaski episode. It's a lot of vowels. A lot of guys wore 29. But um, hey, as always, brought to you in partnership with the Black and Gold Productions LLC. You can follow them on Twitter at PNG Productions. You can follow myself on Twitter at underscore Mike Sullivan. And you can follow Why are you Nick laughing? on Twitter at Nick Melanson underscore. Um, we, got a, we only got a couple of games to recap um, on this one because the Bruins, after the All-Star break, had a 10-day layoff. So they basically yeah. had like two weeks off. Um, so we'll we'll recap the Capitals game and the um, and the Dallas Stars game, but before we do that, Nick, how you been? What you been up to since the last time we recorded? <sighs> Nothing much. Same old, same old. I have a question for you though. That jacket you're wearing, yes. where did you find that? I found it on the streets of Boston. Did you really? Well, kind of. You know, like the. Um, Outside of the garden, when you go to the games, they have those little vendors and and they have like like those pop up shops, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was walking down the street to the garden, you know, as one does when they go to the Bruins games, right? And, right. And um, Tess pointed it out to me. She goes, "Oh, like let's like stop by this thing. Like let's go check out what they have." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's let's go see." And they had this vintage starter jacket up, just like. It, it was like a movie like it was up <laughs> it was up on a on a on a hanger and Sullivan's tap was in the background and it was like a spotlight was shining oh right on gosh. it oh my gosh you had Bobby and, Orr's statue in the background right in the back Andy hey, Andy Brickley came up over my shoulder he was like buy it buy the jacket Mike <laughs> Jack Edwards was mumbling something in the other corner and you Jack knew it had to happen it's Jack really Edwards said something about a tumbling muffin and it, <laughs> it made no sense but um, no it looks nice I like it but I, what I was going to tell you before we started recording was um, I, I posted on my private story on Snapchat the other day my, well, my mom's fish she named Coco yeah. had it for a little over a year came home from work and the thing was dead Whoa. it was it was lying on the on like the the bottom of the tank, like lying on the rocks, motionless, wasn't moving. My dad and I were like poking the tank. He's not moving at all. We're kind of like shaking the tank, like what you're not supposed to do to see if he would do anything. And he yeah. was kind of just like his body was limp and like going swishing back and forth with like the, the the movement of the water. And we're like, damn, this thing is dead. And my mom was all upset. And we took everything out of his tank, and he was just laying there. Um, so, you know, we, we didn't do anything with him that night. We'll be like, oh, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll come back to life or something overnight. So I came down the, the next morning and uh, like my mom didn't even feed him. She went to work. He's just laying there in the same spot he was at yesterday. 
and I poked the side of the tank and this dude shot all the way up to the, to the top of the tank. He's like swimming around like crazy. And then he gets to the top and he just stops moving and he just sinks back down to the bottom motionless. Like what the hell is wrong with this fish? So uh, long story short now, two days ago he died right now. He's fine. He's doing backflips in his fish tank. He's swimming around. He's a happy camper. I don't know if somebody slipped a few drops of vodka on his fish tank or something. <laughs> or I, he's pretty. He had a rough night a couple nights ago, but he's good to go now. He's he's alive. Are you sure that your dad didn't just sneak out and buy a uh, you know another fish? That a new fish, the exact no, same. My mom would know because she loves that fish more than she loves me. So. That's great. And she's had it for over a year. Over a year, yeah. We went. Um, well, I've had a couple fish, right? I had a, a fish. Yeah. Freshman year, I got a couple. I got a couple fish. Freshman year, my roommates and I in college or sophomore year, we bought a bunch of those little tiny fish that you use to feed bigger fish. They're like twenty five cents. So we got five of them. Didn't yeah. even last two days. They all died. And then yeah. I got uh, a fish. Went to Georgia. Nobody fed it. Came back. It was dead. Got another fish. Um, accidentally put the wrong water in his tank. He died. So like, I have a pretty bad track record with fish. And of course, beans just died a couple of weeks ago. I'm still yeah. getting over that. A lot of sleepless nights over here, but um, Coco's still going fine. He's a little over a year old now. So he's, you know, there's, there's, my parents have two kids in this house now, not including my brother who's down in Georgia. So our family's been a little bigger. What kind of fish is this? that It's lived to be a year. Cause in my experience, all fish that I have last maybe two months. And then he's a, out. He's a largemouth bass. Oh, yeah. You got a largemouth bass <laughs> swimming around in your kitchen? <laughs> yeah, pull him out of Holt's Grove. I just left him in a bathtub <laughs> in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, he's a little beta fish. Huh. Wow. That's crazy. He survived he's, a year. He's pretty cool, though. How was your weekend? What did you do? Anything fun? Uh, I did go to Vermont. That was a ton of fun. Um, what did you do in Vermont? I know you, you got an Airbnb, right? Yeah, me, me and uh, my girl, we got a Airbnb out in Grafton, Vermont, and we crushed it. We uh, we spent, I would say we spent four nights, but we got we got there late um, on the first night. So we really just kind of hung out and went to bed that first night. But we crushed it. We 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 drank so many bottles of wine. <laughs> I, I think it totaled out to be like six or seven. No, no, it was five or six. Um, Jesus. You know, that stuff yeah. goes straight to your gut. There's a lot of sugar in wine. Yeah, I know. I, you're telling me. I I was looking down at myself earlier, and oh, my God, I couldn't see my feet. Oh, man, must have been that last <laughs> bottle of Cabernet. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have had that last glass of wine. It really, <laughs> it really pushed me over the edge. That's what Vermont does to you, man. Yeah, but no, it was fun. Um, got to watch the Capitals game on Saturday. And, you know, that was a disappointing game. But actually, Great that's segue. a pretty I was going to say we can transition. Right. I'm impressed. That. that was smooth. That was <laughs> almost almost as smooth as those glasses of wine were going down. Like, oh, now he's oh, <laughs> double barrel barrel. Um, so the Bruins, um, the Bruins come back from their all star game hiatus, um, you know, played the Capitals at home. Only and this was the only their second regulation loss at TD Garden all season. Um, congrats to the Caps. Welcome to that club. Um, <laughs> but Bruins lost two to one in a really lackluster game. People were freaking out. Uh, Jeremy Swayman got the start. Twenty one saves on twenty three shots. Felino had the lone goal for Boston. Um, Philly goat. Philly goat. Uh, the more he plays, the more that nickname resonates with him. But yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, first game back after a long break, you're not going to be expected to be firing at the hip again. They're, they're, they were going through some rust, and honestly, so were the Capitals too, except I can't really tell with the Caps either. They just stink, and that's how they play all the time, or or they were going through some rust too. But, you know, not really much to say about this game other than the – oh, my God, the power play. Bruins were 0 for 4 on the power play. Uh, their power play, I don't think they've scored a power play goal in their last 20 opportunities. And I saw a graphic and, and I, I could be wrong. Uh, I know I'm in the, in the ballpark, but I believe it was in their last 38 power play opportunities. They've scored twice. Jesus Christ. So that's something that legitimately needs to be addressed. Which doesn't make any sense because the Bruins have plenty of goal scorers. They still lead the league in goal scored, I believe. But it seems like it ebbs and flows because remember their their penalty kill when like it was the talk of the town was how good the Bruins penalty kill was. And then all of a sudden it's like it's like the boat was sinking and they couldn't stop the leak. They were just giving up power penalty kill goals left and right. Um, What did you think about Jeremy Swayman this game? He was okay. I mean... That a lot of people were harping on him for the uh, Garnet Hathaway goal, where uh, Clifton just lit him up as he shot the puck, and he just fell flat on his ass. But I mean, it was a nasty shot and went bar down, um, right in the middle of the slot too. So I don't really know how people were blaming Swayman for that. But overall, it was just kind of like an average game. Twenty three shots. Probably don't want to let up two, but also at the same time, it's not the worst performance yeah and i feel like a lot more lately than before i've been seeing a lot of people mentioning jeremy swayman and trade talks you see mike milbury today uh i heard him this morning on the radio why what did he say or did he tweet something does he even have twitter Probably he might, but there's a zero percent chance he knows how to work it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we we were probably listening at the same time then because it was on WEI. He was talking to Wiggy and the other yeah. Dude. yeah. Wh- who's the other guy? Uh, either Greg Hill or I don't know. Oh, it was, Greg, it was Greg Hill. It yeah. was Greg Hill because it was the Greg Hill show. Um, duh. Yeah, duh. <laughs> come on. Um, who doesn't listen to the Greg Hill show? <laughs> um, but. But um, yeah, Milbury went on and he had mentioned that the Bruins have this chip right now in Jeremy Swayman that they would be able to move on from because of how Linus Allmark has played so far this season. And he didn't even mention the emergence of Brandon Bussey either in Providence. So he would be for um, a Jeremy Swayman trade. Um I know Milbury also said he talked to Brickley and Brickley disagreed with him, but he didn't say that it was outlandish. He said that he understands where he's coming from, but at this moment, Brick wouldn't do it. Milbury would. Would would you do it? I would not. Would you do it? This is the first time that I've ever considered it because I've been obviously a big Swayman fan you know, since he's come up and I've been a supporter of his and, and defended him when other people were saying ship him off or send him down to Providence after he started kind of shitty earlier in the season. But this is the first time where I'm thinking about it. You have Linus Allmark. You you have, uh, what's his face in Providence? Um, Bussy. 
No, 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 no. The, the, vet, the vet guy, the veteran. Um, Kincaid. I mean, Kincaid. Thank you. You have Kincaid where you could potentially bring him up for, I don't know, the last three quarters of the season, whatever, after the trade deadline, and, and you lean on Allmark in the playoffs. Which I don't necessarily think would be a bad thing. You're, you know, if if you're if you kind of do what you did last playoff run, where you bounce back and forth between Sway and Allmark, I feel like that leaks into the team a little bit, and we see it this year too. They play differently in front of the guys. They play with so much confidence in front of Allmark. But yeah, but I, um, I, I would just it, it depends on the return. Yeah, you you have to if you're trading Swayman, it better be for Chikrin. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I would I, like Swayman isn't untradeable by any means, but like I also wouldn't trade him for the sake of making a trade, which I feel like is what uh, I mean. Nobody list go, nobody goes to WEI for hockey talk, and especially nobody goes to Jermaine Wiggins. But I was listening to them this morning when they were talking about when he was talking about trades, and he was talking about shipping uh, Swayman out of here for Patrick Kane, and that's just no, no, <laughs> that's not, that's no. not who you need. Who said but, that? Jermaine Wiggins. Oh my God. Well, Wiggy, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. It, it, but but like when I, Yeah. But like when I think about it, like I don't know, because there's 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 two sides. Because obviously, Allmark is your goalie, right? He's probably going to win the Vesna. We've said it for the last month, month and a half now. You and I, he should be in a heart consideration. I still feel like. Yep. And when it comes close to playoff time, he's you're not going to have to worry about splitting games come close to playoff time or especially in the playoffs. Cause you feel like, you know, when it comes close, he's going to be getting more starts to get ready for the playoffs. Yeah. And I also wonder too, about like the whole chemistry thing. Cause you see how close the two of them are. I mean, they're literally, it's like they're brothers. We were talking about it before how um, for Christmas, how like Swayman dressed up as Santa Claus, went over there to Linus Olmark's house and hung out with his kids and gave his kids presents. and was hugging them and all that stuff. And like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you have to think about the impact of trading Jeremy Swayman, who's very clearly the closest player on the team with Linus Olmark. Like, how, would that affect Olmark? Would that affect his play? Would that affect? I don't know what it could affect. But the matter of the fact is, like, you have a good thing in net right now, and I wouldn't trade him for a forward. Obviously, Bo Horvat's gone. He's in. He's with the Islanders. I would not trade him for Badger Kane. I think Wiggins is smoking crack for saying that. But like, the offense isn't your problem. If you could trade him for a guy like Chikrin, who I know you've been really high on on Twitter, you got him locked up for a couple more years. He's like what. 24 years old I mean imagine imagine how good his offensive numbers would be in the system I mean I would I would look at a trade like that if if it costs Swayman to give up Chikrin like you would really have to sit down and think about it but um, like I wouldn't be openly shopping Jeremy Swayman I think that's stupid because like you have and especially now like goalies like injuries happen things happen but like a lot of teams around the league now have a really good one B like, like obviously it's really hard to win the Stanley cup or make it anywhere in the playoffs. If you don't have uh, an elite goalie, a goalie who can steal you a game or two in the playoffs. The Bruins have that right now in all mark, at least they should. Hopefully yeah. he can continue his, his success into the postseason. but like to be able to fall back on Swayman, I know he's not going to get any starts in the, in, in the playoffs, but like you still need guys like that in the regular season to take some pressure off of Omar. Like if you trade Swayman out of here and you call up Brandon Bussey or whatever, whoever the hell it is, I mean, I don't know, maybe you have to rely more. Some of these teams could catch up. I know Tampa Bay has been scoring the hell out of the puck. They have yeah. 191 goals now. They caught up to the Bruins out of absolutely nowhere. Tampa I mean, is buzzing right now. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, maybe Carolina has a chance of catching Boston here. They're uh, seven points back right now. I mean, you know, if it comes to the point where you need your goalies to start going out there and winning some games for you, I mean, you don't want to have to rely on Linus Omar every single night if you need to wait for him to 
or if you expect him to perform in the playoffs. I just I still think it's important to have two really good goalies. And I know that Simon's been a bit up and down this year, but I don't know. Like I wouldn't be openly shopping him, but if he's the guy that gets you Chikrin, or if he's the guy who gets you, I don't know, a young guy, a, a defenseman. Cause like I've heard, you know, people on Twitter, especially talking about, yo, the Bruins should trade Swayman for this winger for Patrick Kane. So, you know, kick tires on Jonathan Taves, whoever it is, like they don't need a forward. They're so no. deep at forwards. They score goals left and right. It's insane. And they don't even have Jake DeBrus. Or is Jake DeBrus back yet? Did he play against Dallas the other night? No, he's, he was expected to play tonight, but he's not going to be in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, you have Jake DeBrusque on his way back. He's averaging almost a point per game this year. Like, you're fine at Ford, and I get pushed. If you want to push all your chips since the middle of the pile this year for Bergeron and Krejci, shore up that defensive unit, because I hate to say it, but Brandon Carlo is bound to get hurt at some point, and you need another top four guy to take his spot when he goes down. And if you can get Chikrin, that's not a top four guy. That's a top two guy. That's a top defensive yes. pairing guy. That's a guy who, in this system, can absolutely explode. So go Dude. get him. Dude, Jacob, just imagining this for the at least through 2025, you would have McAvoy, Lindholm, and Chickren with <laughs> with Allmark in net and and Pasta hopefully signed at that point. Um Bergeron, and Connor Clifton. Connor, you cannot forget <laughs> about Connor Clifton. The engineer, but, baby. <laughs> the engineer. He's the engineer of this team, actually. He's the <laughs> only reason why there is that it's functioning so well. He engineered it perfectly. But um, before we get too deep into the um, chicken and the you know trade deadline talk, let's recap this game real quick. Um, so the Bruins then went down to uh, Dallas and they took this game in overtime. Um, it was another game where the Bruins kind of it, it didn't look like it was going to go their way. They also have seemed to be having this problem where whatever goalie they play just like plays as if and his are playing in Boston kind of game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Every night. Yeah. Um, and, and granted Jake Ottinger is a great goalie. One of the better ones, one of the better goalies in the league, but and the, the Bruins did end up pulling off the win, but still Ottinger faced 37 shots and took this team to overtime. Um, ended up losing obviously on that posture knock one timer, but oh, man, still, I was going to say, Holy shit. Was that thing sexy? Yeah, all oh my, my his celly after two, yeah. just kind of like like a turtle on its back, just sliding down into the corner. <laughs> his price tag just went up a little bit, <laughs> a little, a little bit more. It goes up every day, dude. It's it's it kind of it's scary. He's a smart man, holding out. I don't blame him. Yeah, but um, this is also the siblings trip too. So that I don't know if you saw the video, but when Pasta scored the overtime winner, all the siblings up we're like jumping up and down in the, in the loge or whatever. Yeah. And Bergeron's brother just like punched a hole through the ceiling and knocked out like five <laughs> ceiling tiles. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't even know Bergeron had a brother. Oh, he looks just like him. It's weird. It's, is he really? How old is he? Yeah. Uh, that I don't know. Can he skate? I mean, the, the, they might need a new Bergeron in Boston next year. If 37 I retires, mean, if it runs <laughs> in the blood, I mean, why not? Give him, just give him an honorary contract. <laughs> Dude, what happened but, to Tyler Sagan? Wasn't he off to this hot start this year? He's, he's dude. He doesn't care, man. Yeah, I feel dude, like he's so checked out. It's crazy. He's so checked out. Like it's I feel crazy. like he's just like he's just checked out of everything. Like sure, he'll still produce, but if he only puts up like 30 goals this year, he'll be like, "Yeah, seems good dude, to me." Like, like what like what happened to the Stars? Like they weren't they just in the cup a couple years ago? Like 4 years ago, they made a deep run or whatever it was and like well, they just I mean, I know well, they're 30 and 14, but I well, they're first. They're first in the central right now. 
Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're first. Sucks. Yeah, I'm they're pretty 30, sure they're first in the West. They're 30 and 14, but it just seems like Tyler Sagan doesn't want to be there. Jamie Ben isn't having a bad year, but well, uh, I mean, honestly, in your defense, though, we're used to seeing obviously East Coast teams and Eastern Conference teams, and if when you compare the East and the West, it's not even close. It's yeah, I day. I wouldn't I, like I wouldn't be scared. I mean, there's really not many teams out west. I'd be, I'd be scared of the Colorado Avalanche. I feel like they could pop off. Obviously, they just won the freaking Stanley Cup. But the the does Vegas still scare you? I know we were talking about them no. earlier this year. Vegas doesn't scare me. Dallas doesn't scare me. It's the teams in the East that scare me. And that's, I mean, it's unfortunate the Bruins are in the East, but. I will tell you one team that I can see, because in the NHL every year, there's two or three teams that you're like, kind of obviously make the playoffs, but they're kind of like a mid, middle of the pack team, but they always seem to catch fire right at the right time. And I'm telling you, Edmonton and Winnipeg. Those two teams could really give you a run for your money. For your money, Edmonton, if, if they're rumored to get Eric Carlson, dude, if if they get Eric Carlson and and you got that guy on the back end just snapping the puck up out of the zone over to McDavid, or imagine Carlson and McDavid, like stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, I'm scared. I'm Have you scared. seen Carlson's numbers this year? Yeah, yeah, they're out of there. He turned back into like 2015. Eric on the Senators. I want you to do me a favor. Sure. Fit, Eric Carlson's played 55 games this year. Okay. On a shit want, Sharks team. I want you to guess like his goals, how many goals and how many points Eric Carlson has in 55 games on the San Jose Sharks. Goals, I want to say he's either high teens or, or low 20s. I'm going to say 22. He has 18 goals. 18, okay. Um, ooh, so he's going to have like probably 35 assists. So how many points do you think he has in 55 games? 35 plus 18, 35 plus 10, 45, 50, 53. He's got 53 right. points in 55 this is, games. This is what we're going to do. Eric Carlson has won two Norris trophies. Yep. When he was 21 years old, he won the Norris in Ottawa. 2011-2012, 81 games that year. He had 19 goals and 78 points in 81 games, almost a point-per-game player. His next Norris came a few years later, his age 24 season. He played 82 games, had 21 goals and 66 points. This year, Eric Carlson, 55 games, 18 goals, 55 assists. He has 73 points in 55 games. He's on pace for over 100 points and like 30 goals as okay, a defenseman I, on a shitty San Jose team. Oh, I knew my he was, God. I knew he was popping off, but I didn't know he had 55 assists already. Yeah, dude. He's got 73 points in 55 games. Oh, my God. I'm pretty he's sure that's really offense. close with Pasta. Hang on. NHL point leaders. He's got to be top five in points. Time out. He's, he's him, Timo Meyer. Actually, just those two are probably the only reason San Jose is scoring goals. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he has he has one less point than David Pasternak. Oh my god! And he's played two more games. Where did this come from? He's stopped he is, the past is, couple years. He has more points than Jason Robertson. More points than Tage. More points than Tage Thompson. More points than Jack Hughes. He's got almost ten more points than Sidney Crosby. <laughs> like. Oh my this God. is the fenceman out in San Jose. 
No. And I'm I'm happy for the guy. I mean, holy shit, because I mean, the league yes. is more. We've said it before. The league is more fun when Eric Carlson's on top of his game because well, the league missed him, and it was almost like when he kind of phased. I mean, I know he had a lot of um, issues, uh, you know, things in his personal life, of course, with his kid and everything that was going on, and the stepping on, on his Achilles, which yeah. was a bullshit move. Who was that? Was that Matt, um, that was Matt, Matt Cook? Cook? Matt Cook, of course, of course. Yeah. The, the biggest pile of dog poop is Matt. I'm so sick of that guy. He's, he's worse than Sean Avery. Yeah. And I remember when um, I was in college, I remember sitting in the, in the um, library doing homework in college when Eric Carlson was getting traded. And I was, I so badly wanted him on the Bruins. Cause like who wouldn't want Eric Carlson on the Bruins. And I remember yeah. when he got traded to San Jose for like literally their entire franchise. And I was like, well, that's, you know, a price to pay, but he was making a lot of money too. And like, he, just kind of sucked. Like those first couple, him and Brent Burns, I thought was going to be like the best defensive pairing I've ever seen. Yeah. Brent Burns is gone. Eric Carlson, like they, they couldn't really do anything with him because he's, he wasn't a bad defenseman. He was still a good defenseman, but like, this is a guy who's like, he was on an all time great uh, trajectory. I mean, he won a Norris when he was 21. He was uh one. He won the Norris when he was 24, was the runner up when he was 25, was a runner up again when he was 26. Like this is a, like, he was amazing. And all of a sudden, like he just like he found magic in a bottle. And at age 32, playing with literally nobody in San Jose, he's having one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen a defenseman have. And it's Dude, absolutely insane. I, I was just I was just looking up because I forgot what um, Ottawa traded San Jose, like what, what Ottawa got back in return for Eric mm-hmm. Carlson. Dude, dude, read it to me. Chris Tierney, who? <laughs> Rudolph, Rudolph Balsers. The Red Nose Reindeer. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Dylan DeMello. Okay, whatever. He's a he's just a roster spot. Um, Josh Norris, who has been an okay. They actually named the trophy after him. They did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. And just to kind of circle back, if he goes to Edmonton, oh my, oh my god. Honestly, with Edmonton's luck, though, they would trade for Eric Carlson and he'll turn back into the Eric Carlson that we've had the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just that's what Edmonton does to players. Yeah, um, it's like the land of misfit toys. It is. But you asked me, too, if I was afraid of Vegas. Um, I don't know, man. Vegas isn't Vegas is a weird team because we were talking earlier um obviously in the beginning of the season that Jim Montgomery and Bruce Cassidy were basically going head to head for um, the, the Jack, um, Adams. Jack Adams award. And we were even saying this, the Bruins and Knights could potentially be a Stanley cup matchup. Granted, it still could be, but I mean, in their last 10, they're four, four and two. Um, they're, they're 15th in the league in goals per game at 3.22. Um, their power play is 13th in the league. And everything else is they don't really have a top ten stat team wise. They're they're yeah. fifth in the league in faceoff percentage, but I mean that isn't and they really can't they they they, they kind of suck at home. They're only fifteen and thirteen at home. And listen, I'm weird. looking at the standings now. I want to apologize to any Dallas Stars fans. I did not realize you guys were first in the West. <laughs> 30, 14, and four. Good for yeah, them. but see, see, um, but that's what the about, difference in what about um, the Kings? Conferences, the Kings are, yeah. This is okay. Here's the Kings the are funny because they're 30, 18, and seven, four seed in the West, but they have a negative goal differential. They're the it, only team in the top nine 
out west. They're actually the only team in either co- in either conference in the top nine. So out of eighteen teams, they're the only team with a negative goal differential. Okay, so you know what? This is a perfect, easy transition into the trade deadline. So we'll start talking trade deadline now. Um, obviously, I, I since we're on the topic of LA. Um, obviously the, the top two teams to land Jacob Chikrin are the Los Angeles Kings and the Boston Bruins right now. Now it's also been said that Arizona would be willing to do a goalie swap with, uh, with the veg Vegmelka kid that they have in net right now in Arizona, who is kind of nasty. Um, <laughs> and so here's the snag LA has a deeper prospect pool than, than the Bruins do. Um, they're willing to part ways with some of their top picks over the last couple of years. Mainly we saw the name Brant Clark pop up, um, but it was also refuted that the Kings weren't going to give up Clark. Um, so, but, but bottom line is LA has a deeper pool than we do. So, and they're a little bit more desperate than we are as well. So if you're looking to trade for Jacob Chikrin, which they should be doing, you're going to have to give up either for sure, either Fabian Lysel or Mason Lorai, potentially both. And if they want to do a goalie swap, that's where I can see Jeremy Swayman's name popping up. You get Swayman to Arizona. Arizona sends back Vishmelka. Um Arizona also gets Fabian Lysel. Send them whoever else you want. Give them a first round pick. We get Jacob Chikrin and they have in uh, Vejmelka. And now you have this. This could honestly be a massive trade with a lot of movement. Yeah. And but then you you set yourself up not only for this season without losing too much. Jeremy losing Swayman would potentially hurt a lot. But if it gets you Jacob Chikrin and you have a monster defensive unit with McAvoy and Chikrin, Lindholm and Carlo, and then Clifton and Forbert. That is the best defensive unit in the league. And you didn't even have to lose anything out of your forward group. All you lost was a pick Lysel slash Lorai Swayman. Uh, if you swap with Vegmelka, which I think Swayman has more upside than, than Vejmelka, but if you're getting Chikrin in that return, then it should outweigh that anyways, because Vejmelka can still come in and play that backup role and be relied on. Um, and he's only making four point six million dollars until 2025. That's not a big cap hit at yeah. all. Um, Jesus, dude! Imagine that the fe- you could put one of those uh, like plastic goalie backstop things. That you yeah. use, like the goalie doesn't show up to practice. They could put one of those in there with that defensive unit, and the they, Bruins would have a shutout. <laughs> like, that you, would be crazy. Do you think um, Derek Forbert could just take Swayman's spot? I mean, he likes the block shots, anyways. Like, he's I mean, pretty good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he could do a pretty bang up job. Um, <laughs> to be fair, though, what what the Kings don't have is a, a silver tongue GM who's just been wheeling and dealing and winning every single trade he's been a part of. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I trust John Sweeney that he's going to make the right deal because that's crazy. <laughs> no I know it's, says a, anymore, oh, right? it's a weird thing to say, but like thinking back, I, what's the last trade that he lost? Honestly, it, exactly. And here's the thing too. If, if, if he didn't have that goddamn 
cancer of a 2015 draft, <laughs> he could legitimately be considered as a as maybe Boston's best general manager. Like the in, in franchise history for the Bruins, I would put him top two, maybe at least. Like you just said, what trade has he lost? Yeah, I mean, he just Brad's- he managed just he managed to ship out Eric Halla for Pavel Zaka. Yeah, no, that's a good trade. Uh, Brad, I think I still think Brad Stevens is probably the best GM in Boston, but um, he doesn't. Oh, I just mean uh, I just mean hockey wise. I just mean Bruins wise. I mean Bruce Ca- Bruce Cassidy, Jesus Christ, Don Sweeney. He can trade and he can re-sign his own guys, but man, he cannot give out contracts to free agents. And he can, some I'll say, I'll say he can sometimes draft because you're right. That 2015, yep. yes, I got the year right this time. That, 20, <laughs> that 2015, he's had, he's been, he's had that monkey on his back for almost a decade now, and it's still not coming off anytime soon. So, no. um, the Bruins gotta win a cup, man. I know. I think. I think if the, if the the Bruins gotta win a cup, man. The Bruins gotta win a cup, man, and we gotta go to that parade. Damn it! Seeing yeah. the stupid Kansas City Chiefs parade, which is really like not to not to have a quick diversion here, but the Kansas City Chiefs parade that they're having right now, freaking Travis Kelsey has been on stage with a microphone in his face for the last three days, talking about how everybody counted the Chiefs out, that they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs, let alone win the Super Bowl, that it was a rebuilding year. Every single website had them as the third highest odds to win the Super Bowl this year. So what the hell are you talking about? And maybe that's what the Bruins need to do. They need to just, hey, you know, everybody said that we sucked. Everybody said that the Providence Bruins are better than us. So maybe that's what they need to do to light the fire under their ass. (laughs) I was just going to say, hey, Travis Kelsey, if you really want to look at a team that was doubted on, coming into the season, take a look at what everybody was saying about the Bruins. They were saying they were going to take a step back. No way this team makes playoffs. They're a wild card team at best. Uh, I don't know if, you know, you've checked the standings lately, but the Bruins have run the NHL since the puck has dropped. I mean, <laughs> like, like literally. <laughs> nobody's, so been close. <laughs> nobody's been close. Uh, literally, nobody has been close. Like, this is probably the closest teams have been all season outside of maybe the first five games of the year where every team had five points and it might have been the Flyers going 4-0 and to start the season. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if, if to, to kind of circle back to that a little bit, um, <laughs> Th- that would be true talking about this Bruins team if they win a cup and they would, there would actually be meaning behind that. Did you know that the Bruins could lose their next game? Uh, 26, tw- the Bruins could lose their next game 25 to nothing. Yeah. And they would still have given up the least amount of goals in the NHL. <laughs> I believe it. And on, and on top of that, they've scored 196 goals. Oh my God! They're second now to Buffalo. Buffalo has 197. Yeah, but that Buffalo's... plus 81 goal differential though is still far and away the highest in the league. Now, going back to the trade deadline, um, what would what would you give up for Chikrin? I would give up Lori. I don't know, man. Do you think Swayman really has to be involved to get this trade done? No, 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 I don't think he has to be involved to get the trade done if we're not getting Vajmelka, which I'm kind of making up out of thin air. Anyway, kind of. There's a little gasp behind it, but I haven't heard anything about the Bruins being involved in a Vajmelka thing. Well, the, the problem is I would prefer to give them more draft picks over players, and I'm sure that Don Sween would rather do that too. But I, 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 I what, like, what do you think Arizona would value more at this point? Uh, a, a player or, I mean, I guess a first round draft pick from the Bruins is going to be 
32nd the, the rate <laughs> this year. So maybe they'd rather take the player. But I really don't know. I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't want to purge all your assets, all your young players moving forward, because, I mean, they could have some holes next year. We've mentioned it before. Bergeron and Krejci are gone. I mean, hopefully they're able to re-sign Poss or not. I mean, Marshan's 34. I mean, they could have some holes offensively, and I wouldn't want to trade Fabian Lysel still. I mean, um, I, would. I don't know. I, I would. You would, yeah, I would. You're you're getting you're getting a uh, another foundational defenseman for this unit, and and somebody who McAvoy can play with, who he doesn't have to carry, because sometimes he carries Grizzly. Chickren would compliment McAvoy. They would be a monster defensive pairing. Yeah, but I mean the Bruins already have a pretty good defensive defensive unit as it is right now, and moving forward they could have some holes on offense. And I know I'm not like. It's it's more likely that Fabian Lysel never becomes the kind of player that Chikrin is right now, and maybe I just hold too close to these prospects because the Bruins only have like four of them. But yeah, like sure. like when it, when it when it comes to it, like it's not it, no matter how it up how it comes up whether Lysel's involved, Lorai they can have Lorai. I'll give them Lorai. I like Lorai, but like if you're getting Chikrin back, you, you don't need Lorai anymore. I mean, he's gonna exactly. Yeah. Um, but like if it came if if it, if the trade involved either Swayman. Or Lysel, I think that would make me stop for a minute. But when it comes down to it, if if that's what it took to get the trade through, I would include them. Would you include both of them? Yeah, what? I would do. I would. I, I'm telling you, dude. My gut tells me that Chikrin could be like the move. Okay, like, so not only the, for this trade deadline, but like just for the future of this team as well. So if if. Lorai, Swayman, and Lysel, all three of them are in the trade. What are the Bruins getting back? And are the Bruins attaching any picks to it? Or how many picks to it? If Swayman's involved, you would need to get Vegmelka back um in in that in that trade return as well. I would throw in a I would throw in a first because it's gonna be a high pick anyways. It's basically a second round pick. Yeah. And I, I understand that. Even if that pick is, you know, a high pick, it's still valuable, um, especially with, you know, where this team ranks in terms of their prospect pool. Any prospect will help that. Yeah. But um, I would I would I would if it's just Chickering, though, you don't trade Swayman. If it's just Chickering, you I think I would still go Lysel and Lorai and a first. I would still do that. I would do that. I would rather trade. Would you rather trade Lysel or would you rather include Swayman? I would Lysel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, what the? Oh shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Lysel. <laughs> um, but you also mentioned Patrick Kane, and you wouldn't want Patrick Kane. And I, no. I'm on. I'm in the same boat as you. I don't. No need to give up anything for one year of a aging, already hurt Patrick. Yeah, Kane. and he, he has like nine goals this year. Like yeah. I love Patrick Kane, but like he's not that guy anymore. Is he really gonna make that much of a difference where it makes sense taking on his freaking ten million dollar cap hit and whatever you're gonna give him? Nope. And I'm I'm a no on Patrick Kane, but I, I like I wouldn't mind some. I I still feel like I feel like it's Chickren or bust. I think if they don't get Chickren, right. then they're yeah. probably just gonna shore up some depth. Maybe get a you know a seventh defenseman or an extra forward when shit hits the fan. But even well, if they don't get Chikrin, I'm still extremely confident in this team. Like they yeah, they don't yeah. they don't need a Chikrin to win the Stanley Cup. But if you're pushing all your chips to the pile for this year, then 
go get yourself a chicken. And on top of that, like you just mentioned, 24 years old, you got him on a really a, a team friendly contract for until what through 2025. 2025, yep. I mean, oh my god, what what did the Bruins give up for Hampus Lindholm? Vakanainen in a first, I think. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then maybe the Bruins can give up Lorai in a first for Chikrin. <laughs> that's exactly. Well, that's the thing. I think Chikrin is basically Hampus Lindholm 2.0. I just I tried to time out. I just tried to look up the Hampus Lindholm trade and I typed in Hampus Chikrin. So <laughs> the meant literally, to be. yeah. <laughs> if the Bruins if the Bruins get Chikrin, what are the pairings? McAvoy and Chikrin. McAvoy, Ch- Chikrin. Chikrin's um, a lefty, right? Yep. So he would he would fill in on that left side, replace Grizzly. Actually, you would probably be sending Grizzly back on that deal too, or or or. I hate to say it, maybe Clifton, but probably not. No, he's untouchable. Yeah, yeah he's the engineer. <laughs> All right. Well, if they include if they include um, Grizzly, who does that remove from? Who from, were the, from, the Bruins, from the Bruins side, yeah. Like like we were talking about Swayman, uh, Lorai, and Fabian Lysel. If Matt Grizzick is involved in as well, I mean, who are you taking out of the equation? You pulling Lysel out? No, 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 no. I think I, I think you would they would all stay in there as well. Cause you gotta clear Damn. up a little bit of cap. I would still do it. I would still do it, but I was incorrect on the Lindholm trade. It was um Vakaninen, John Moore, RIP. Um <laughs> 2022 first round pick, 2023 second round pick, 2024 second round pick. So it, it it's gonna be a heavy price if you get yeah, to but it's and, worth and, it. And that was like a, a twenty what a twenty eight year old Hampus Lindholm that he traded for on an expiring contract who wasn't putting up numbers close to what he's putting up right now too. So it, they're gonna probably add the moon, rightfully so for Chikrin. I wonder though. It it seems like it's what it, it. So it's just between. I mean, obviously we don't know, but if it's just between, um the Kings and the Bruins. I mean, it's a bit of a bidding war there. I wonder how high the Kings are willing to go. That's the thing. And the the Kings can outbid you a hundred percent. They can outbid you. Who? So who do the Kings, who, what's the goal that the Kings would sing, but would send back maybe Cal Peterson. Um, they're not going to, they're not going to send um, Jonathan quick out. Um, yeah, probably Cal Peterson and he's Vegemelka is better than Peterson, but, you got to remember too, uh, Arizona is trying to get that number one pick, obviously <laughs> for Connor. Or I'm sorry, uh, Phoenix Copley, or it could be Peterson as well. I don't know. I mean, oh man, I just want Chickering so bad. <laughs> you know, what we can do tonight. We can start an NHL franchise and put Chickering on the Bruins and just let it ride, baby. I already did that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you trade for him? <laughs> um, I traded Lysel and then like seven first round picks. <laughs> Honestly, that, that's what Sweeney should just do. Sweeney should call Arizona and tell him, listen, I will give you Mason Lorai. I will give you every single pick this year, one through seven. I'll give you a first, second, and a third next year, and a first the following year. And I'll give you the Bobby Orr statue. Yeah, and I'll and I'll, I'll I'll if you if you ever need something when you need your new stadium built, we'll send over Connor Clifton. He'll sketch up some plans for you. Yeah, <laughs> hey, actually, yeah. When you get the new state, here's the here's the deal for Ch- for Chikrin. Um, Lysel a first, the Bobby Orr statue. Um, no, that's too much. No, 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 no. no you know, we'll give him no, give him give him Jack Edwards retirement banner. His oh yeah, his, his suit that's hanging from the rafters. Yeah, 
Who's the most irrelevant number that's retired from the Bruins? Because we'll just give him that banner and then we'll pretend that he was an Arizona Coyote. <laughs> but we'll give them that. And then we'll also add for when they build a new stadium, we'll give them all of the seats that we have and then we'll just replace them with new seats. So yeah, you know what they could do? Uh, if they need a new stadium and they need a, a, a guy who's really good at his job working in the stadium, cleaning that ice. I don't know if you knew this, but Matt Grizzly's dad <laughs> I didn't think that's where you were going with that at all. From the last episode. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's Imagine so funny. They, they make the trade and they trade Grizzly's dad to the, the Coyotes. But it comes across on the Bruins Twitter hashtag NHL Bruins transaction. Bruins Grizzlick and everybody's going crazy. No, Grizzlick's dead. <laughs> Grizzlick's dead. Grizzlick in parentheses, ice operations. <laughs> yeah. Ice operations manager. He will assume the same title in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bruins, Bruins will keep Bruins will pay half his salary. He'll wear the seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, if, if they don't land chicken though, you're probably looking I, I don't think you're going to get Gavrikov anymore because Columbus's asking price for Gavrikov is astronomically too high. Yeah, I heard that. They want a first round pick, a second round pick, and a third round pick for this dude who's going to play like 12 minutes a night. Buddy, Columbus. Who do they think they're trading here? It's not Bobby Orr. No, like Columbus oh, can relax. What about, what about that winger from uh, St. Louis? Barbashev? Yes. I would like him, but it kind of all circles back to what we both agree on and the fact that the the forward group is kind of set. Like you really yeah. don't need to give up assets for for another forward. Uh, I think the main thing to you know bulk up is the defense, and that's so really if, it. If it's not, honestly, imagine the Bruins make like a surprise trade and they get Eric Carlson. Oh my God. Can you imagine? All right, if, if, it, if it's not, <laughs> if, if we're talking defense and it's not Chikrin and it's not that dude with the funny name from Columbus, do they, is there, is there anybody else or do they just kick tires and those two guys don't nah, get them and that's it? You could, they'll probably try to target Luke Shen too out of, uh, oh, Vancouver. right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they can get a uh, stick man back too, Stanika. Yeah. Can yeah. yank it, they can save him. Poor guy. They would, they would just like kind of like give him to us. I think. Maybe yeah. Just take him back. It's like when Listen, you, it's like when we'll you go to like, fair, just send him home. It's, yeah. It's like when you, yeah, they don't even send him on a plane. They just give him yeah. like one of the, one of the sticks with like uh the, with like the bag on the back of it. And they put all this gear in there and he's carrying it. But it's kind of like when you go to like, uh, like Best Buy and you buy a pair of headphones and the headphones are broken and you bring them back with the receipt and you're like, you know what here? I don't even want this anymore. Just take it back. Give me my money yeah. back. You guys price match. Yeah. You guys price match <laughs> six points. He's, he's been out. Stanik has been out on the ice for more goals than he has uh, points. He's minus seven. He's got six points. Tough. Hell yeah. 48 Fought. shots. That was ripping the biscuit. That's yeah. How many of those have gone in? Like two, four. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what you're going to get from um, Boston Bruins prospects at, <laughs> at the rest of the league. But, um, yeah, so we're probably about halfway through right now. Um, I think it's a good time to remind everybody about the amazing Canna Wellness Company. 
Volcano Wellness offers you four distinct experiences for the different challenges you may face throughout the day. Can of sleep, can of mend, can of fresh, and can of boost. I'm telling you right now, I should have brought some can of mend to Vermont with me. Yeah, oh, you should have brought that and, wine. Um, oh, and last night. <laughs> um, it's the trusted brand for sports, fitness, and wellness hustles. With over 50 vitamins, nutrients, and herbal extracts and four compact sprays, it's the most convenient way to get back on track with no pills, water, or messy powders. 90% of nutrients in these oral sprays are absorbed in less than 30 seconds. It's like, wow. an entire, it's like an entire health food store in your pocket and is endorsed by Olympians, NHL players such as Zemgis Gergensens, and pro sports stars who rely on the Canon Wellness Company to support high performance. Mel, let's talk about each product. Canon Boost gives you the ability to skip the coffee and sugary snacks and energize the healthy way. Use daily before you work out, when studying for an exam, and other times you increase clarity, stamina, and concentration. Canamen provides the after-party liver support and works fast to relieve hangovers in the morning after drinking. This unique oral spray supplement is blended with 11 vegan vitamins and herbal extracts to replenish your body to combat headaches, sickness, and lack of energy. Canafresh reduces stress and gives your body an immune system boost. Whether you're nervous before a presentation or need to calm down after a hectic day, the 11 natural and vegan ingredients in Canafresh take the edge off without making you drowsy or unmotivated. Canasleep, this all-natural... This all-natural and vegan sleep aid is convenient and fast-absorbing. No mixing beverages, no waiting for gummies to kick in. Just spray, roll over, and snooze. Control your dosage and how much sleep you need. If you want to try these amazing Canna Wellness all-natural oral sprays, please go to CannaWellness.com. That is C-A-N-I-Wellness.com and use our promo code BNG25. That is B-N-G25 to get 25% off everything on the CannaWellness.com website. We thank Ken and Wellness for sponsoring this episode in our weekly Boston Bruins related podcast. Sully, back to you. Oh. You think Miranda Cosgrove looks like Michael Jackson? Yeah, actually. I think she does too. Should we yeah. get into the questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we got we got no voicemails this week. That is on us because we again forgot to tweet out. Listen, usually I'll take the fall for this because usually I tweet out the questions, but there is no phone service where I work because I work in the basement. So I only get to use my phone for the half hour I'm sitting outside of my car eating lunch every single day. And uh I I forget sometimes, so I forgot. But again, if you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 508-263-0854. But we got a typed question from Mark Allred. You can follow him on Twitter at Black277. It looks like he sent us two questions. Ooh. Let's get to yes. the first one. Double whammy. You yes, know what? Hey, sir. Let's, 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 let's start with Mark's question, and then we'll end with Mark's second question. Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. That's a good, right. <laughs> that's a good one, kid. <laughs> Here's his first question. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Which would you want me? Same with me. Which would you want more? (laughs) A lifetime of goalie hugs from Swamin and Olmark or 2023 Stanley Cup championship? Oh my God, Mark. That's really tough. Like, really? Actually? Mark, come on. You're going to be pulling my tail on this one. (laughs) The championship. We were just talking about trading Swamin for for a cup. Yeah, but the goalie hugs. But the, the, I mean, okay, actually, if 
okay there is a legitimate team chemistry thing there with that and i a, a big part of me partially thinks that the reason why Allmark is playing so good is because he's so comfortable and happy here yeah so so uh, like that actually is kind of tough looking at it from a chemistry standpoint um i would still pick the 2023 guaranteed stanley cup championship um but yeah no i I can't i can't just choose hugs i'll screen record one of them and then i'll watch it every night (laughs) so that so that i can get endless uh goalie hugs that way i mean yeah i mean come on everybody's taking the stanley cup championship over a couple of hugs let's be honest but like i think i i don't know man depends on how good those hugs are that's true they look they look pretty warm and and toasty i think that there's i think that there's something to be said about the chemistry that you just mentioned like i, I wonder if if that that does have an impact on um omar's play is the chemistry and the friendship and the bond that he has with jerry with uh jeremy swayman but i wanted to show you i are you on tiktok i don't think you are no well we we well, we do have a something <laughs> brewing TikTok brewing, but um, the Bruins put out a TikTok for um, Valentine's Day, and I wanted to show it to you. It was it was the players using each other's names. Y- you know, like when you when you're on Twitter and you see like those fake Valentine's Day cards with like a sports player. Like for instance, yeah. the one that Juju Smith Schuster just tweeted the other day of uh, Bradbury, the cornerback from the Eagles, and he tweeted like, "I'll hold you forever" or something. Well, the Bruins did something like that using the players' names. And I wanted to I wanted to play it for you. Hey Sway. I hope you play, plan to sway with me on Valentine's. Yeah. Hello. Hey Greer. You're a town. Greer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Hampus, will you be my Swede heart? Oh my god! You're my main squeeze. So that last one, that was Jeremy Swimming going up to Lena Somark and saying, "You know, you're my main Goal! squeeze." And then they do the tightest hug you've ever seen. The Bruins just scored. Yeah, Marsha, I'm just gonna go. Sorry, can let's try. go. <laughs> no, no, that was the end of what I was saying. What's the score? Um, Is it one nothing? Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to the show, we are recording during the first period of the Bruins game right now. The uh, the 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 national game. So you might be getting a couple of random outbursts oh, from, from me. So let's see here. We did get another question. This one comes in from. This one comes in from Tom. He said, do the Bruins need another defenseman? Jacob Chikrin. Yeah. And even if they don't get Chikrin, I want a depth piece. Another seventh defenseman guy. Um, But I I mean, that's the only... It's really the only place I can think that they would make a trade. I mean, uh, yeah, they could get another depth forward piece. I mean, they don't need yeah. another top line wing or anything like that. But um, if you could only pick one of them, I want a depth defense. Well, if you can't get Chikrin, I would want a, de- a depth defensive guy. Okay, so actually, let me ask you this question. If the Bruins don't get Chikrin, do you go for a guy who will only be subbed in every now and then, or do you go for a guy who's going to be playing 
minutes for this team. And if you do go for minutes, who are you taking out? No, I don't think they need a guy who's going to log minutes. All you need is for this Bruins offensive crew to stay healthy. I mean, we just went through the numbers. They have, if they were to lose the next game 25 to nothing, they would still have given up the the least amount of goals in the league. But that's the problem is that this defensive crew has had some trouble staying healthy. They've had injuries to, let's see now, Grizzlick, McAvoy, Carlo, I think twice. Forward's been out for a while. So, like, it makes sense to shore up that defensive unit, get a seventh defenseman who you can plug in there when somebody gets hurt, and try to have this team be as healthy as it can be heading into the playoffs. I don't think that they need another top level. I mean, unless you can get a guy like Chikrin, even like Luke Shen. Like, I don't like if you can't get Chikrin, I would definitely kick tires on Luke Shen to see how much it would cost to get him. But like, if you can't get those guys, don't even worry about it. Just go get get a seventh defenseman guy, shore up that defensive unit. That's what I would be looking to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my first obvious target is Jacob Chikrin. But then after that, I'm really just my number two guy is probably Luke Shen as well. Just a guy solid, reliable. Um, you can you can plug him in where you need him on that back end. But yeah, I would go with uh, definitely defensive help on the back end. I, I, I really don't think we need offense if help. Yeah, I mean, you know, while the Bruins are at it, they might as well call up Colorado and just see what they want for Kel McCarr. Yeah, every pick <laughs> for the next 10 years. We want to oh. um, merge teams and we can just take in your whole franchise. That's what they would say. Um, ooh, okay, so this co- this question came in from Sam. Uh, you can, Oh, and Tom, by the way, Tom's Twitter handle is at Tom. Two nine four seven eight two three nine. If you missed that, that was at Tom two nine four seven eight two three nine. Five six seven five three oh nine. Um so this next yeah, I fucked that up. It's fine. <laughs> uh this next question comes in from Sam. You can follow him at Parzival RI. He said, How much to get Yager back in a bees jersey? Great question. Now, Honestly, hang on a minute though. How, how much or what? Because he didn't specify it. That's very true. That's yeah. very true. Um, I think that it wouldn't take much of anything to get Yager back in a Bruins jersey because half of his country is playing on this team. Could you imagine all the check gu- all the check guys if Yarmir Yager just walked into that locker room? Their heads would explode. Dude, they'd be playing with a god. Yager. Yeah, Yager is Czech. I had to make sure I looked that up. <laughs> no, yeah. that, I actually didn't think about that, though. He would literally, that would be a crazy dynamic. Oh that that would be the last Czech guy anyone would expect to come into that <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Could you imagine the top line is Zaka Pasta and Yarmir Yager? <laughs> oh my, a, a 72-year-old Yarmir Yager. <laughs> Dude, is he still, He's. I know he's playing in Europe, but is he still putting up numbers over there? I'm pretty sure he's like a point per game. That's crazy. Let's see. Okay, he's playing for the Cladno Knights. 20 games played. He has 11 points. Oh, okay. So I was wrong. Last year, he played 43 games and he had 19 points. But listen, it's not not crazy numbers, but this guy's 51 years old and he's been playing professional hockey since he was 18. Like he's got a lot of miles on those legs. So his entire life, his literally his entire life has just been in skates. Yeah. You know, I think about that sometimes. These players who have been in the league for so long, like LeBron James the other night, like, or it, it might have been a couple years ago, but he's been in the NBA for over half of his life. 
And like Bergeron's probably pretty close too. He's probably been in the NHL for almost half of his life as well. And like, that's just so crazy to think about. Like, could you imagine half of your life has been spent as a professional athlete? I mean, what a life that would be though. Oh yeah. And then, and then when you're done, you can retire. Yeah. Millions of dollars. in the. Honestly, listen, everybody wants to be a professional. Every, I feel like every young athlete in the country wants to be in the world, wants to be a professional athlete for the money, for the fame, for the lifestyle because you love the sport me could you imagine like being able to retire in your mid 30s as a millionaire and like just be set and you can get into any like yarmir yager can walk into any nhl stadium for free i'm sure like mlb mlb players if you're if you retire and you're in the mlb you get that cool card that allows you to go to any baseball park and watch a game for free yeah that's why i would i would when i'm man damn it i'm so mad at myself when i was younger i should have been grinding i should have been doing everything i can to make it to the league just so i could get one of those cards lets me to go to every game for free (laughs) yeah dude it's oh what a life that would be but i'm trying to think right now how how what is how much to get yager what would i give up not not trade wise what would you give up in your life say say to have a 28 year old Yari Yagarani team. What would you give oh up God. in your life? In your life? Um it's more valuable than a car. I would I would give up uh I give I give him my name. He can take it. My identity. I'll my <laughs> take my card. identity. He can he can become me. <laughs> Damn it. I'll I'll become a recluse and live in like the Yukon or I'll look at those auroras <laughs> in the night sky knowing that Nick Melanson, the six foot two check with the with the mullet is skating around in the ice. Putting up numbers. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just picturing like 68 mullet flying around Melanson on the back. Send <laughs> <laughs> records. Can um, hardly speak English. What would, wait, what would you give up? If you could give up anything in your life, 28 year old Yarmu Yager is on this Bruins team. What are you giving up? Oh my God. Oh my God. I would. I don't know if I have anything valuable, like that valuable in my life that I'd be able to give up for that. Like, I don't think it would be enough. I don't think it would be valued enough. Um, but if I did, I would give up my will to live to have <laughs> Yager on this team. <laughs> I would kill myself slowly to have a 28-year-old Yarmir Yager on this team. <laughs> That's horrible. I would. You could have just I'm, given up your identity. No, I kind of did. I, I thought you. I thought you were gonna say like your fire pit or something. You have a cool fire pit in your backyard. No, you uh, said you give up your life. Yeah, I give up my will to live. He can. He can. Who's gonna take can, your mail route? He can bury me in the dirt. I don't care. <laughs> he, can, he can. What he can? I, hey, I'll take yeah. your urn to the parade. <laughs> Have Yager carrying around on the float on the on yep. the dog boat. Oh my god! Instead um, of tossing Bud Lights to the crowd, everybody's tossing your urn around. <laughs> Everyone's getting dusted on Causeway Street. You gotta wrap some clear tape around it so you don't <laughs> spill out all over all over Causeway. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, use the use like the cool hockey tape that like camouflage <laughs> the flames. <laughs> the 
flames. Yes, yes, I want the flame. I want the my urn. I want my urn hold held down with flame hockey tape carried around by Yarmi Yager on the duck boat. And I want them to pass it around like I'm oh, the Stanley Cup. Oh my god. Imagine the like they don't have, have the cup, they just have my urn and they're just kind of like Oh yeah! god. Chloe Crawford wasn't on the Bruins. They toss him the urn and he'd drop it. Yeah, he would. Um <laughs> but oh uh I think oh. that was it for the DMs, but we have that Hang one up. last one from Mark, Mark, right? Yeah, yeah, let me go back and find it. Mark also said if Bruins goaltender Jeremy Swayman was a piece of a trade to Ottawa for defenseman Thomas Chabot and forward Alex DeBrinkett, would you pull the trigger? For yep. both of them? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah. I, I I briefly saw this this DM earlier and I thought it just said uh DeBrinkett, and even then I was like, oh, I think so. Although I will say I'm pretty sure DeBrinkett is having kind of a slow year. Yeah, he's also like five six. He's tiny. Yeah, I don't need I don't need any small guy energy on this team. Let me go look at his numbers this year. Oh no, I'm 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 an idiot. He's actually got um 40, 44 points, I think, right now. Yeah, but I mean that's that's Jake DeBrusque numbers. Yeah, I mean, well, you, hey, no one can be as good as no Jake DeBrusque. Jake DeBrusque's numbers are actually better than this. I mean, would you trade Swimming for DeBrusque? No. No. No, maybe I wouldn't, but I mean, no, I probably would. I mean, he's oh, I would. No, not for Brusk. I mean, for Debrinkett, he's twenty-five. Yeah, if it's for Shabbat and Debrinkett, yes, please. If it's for if it's for Debrinkett, he had forty-one goals last year at age twenty-four. I'd yeah, I'd probably do that too. Yeah, the potential's there. Um, it is interesting though. Like, is Shabbat somebody that the Senators are shopping right now? I don't think so, but Ottawa did say they're looking for a goalie. But um, it's kind of weird how it seems over the last couple days, people have been open to a, a swim and trade. And that hasn't been the case up until this point. Um, I, I don't, I wonder what's, what switched. I wonder if it's just the, the potential of Jacob Chikrin coming here and, and people kind of gauging Swayman's value. You know what it probably is? The Bruins had that three-game losing streak before the All-Star game, and then we couldn't watch them play for 10 days, and they lost to the Capitals, and they were like, blow it up. Something's wrong. We got to get Swayman out of here. It's his fault. He's always a scapegoat for freaking everything. Do you guys not know Connor Padat is in this draft? Why are we winning so much? (laughs) Why are we winning so much? Listen, if the Bruins were to lose every single game for the rest of this year, how high do you think they'd be in the draft? Honestly, they would probably still make the playoffs. I was just going to say, they would probably still make playoffs. They'd be like a four seed. (laughs) Yeah, way to go, Bruins. Way to get yourselves out of the Connor Padat sweepstakes. You really screwed your future this year, didn't you? God damn it. This team, man, they can't do anything right. No, dude. They win too much. They don't lose enough. They lose out on Bedard. I, I, Parrot's I heads are falling off. I hate this team. <laughs> I'm so sick of this team. I'm so sick of all this winning that we're doing. Oh, my God. Somebody has to do it. Somebody's going to do it. If One it's of these Boston teams has to pick up the Patriots and the Red Sox slack. Celtics are doing their part. It's time for the Bruins to do theirs. Oh, shoot. I forgot what? about this question. I forgot this got sent to me. All right. This question comes in from oh where to go? This question comes in from Bruin. Nope. Oh my god, why can I not take your time? You're fine. There it is. This question comes in from Cam. 
Cam asked, and this is kind of like a, a personal one. I forgot about this one. He asked, would you rather play for the Leafs or the Canadians? Oh, my God. I would rather retire. <laughs> um, that's, ooh, that's tough. It, it depends. Tough. Hang they on. Both suck. There's two ways to answer this question. If it's, if I'm, if I'm signing, if it's a one-year contract, I would rather play for Montreal. If it's like I like I just ends I, I I was just drafted and I got to spend my whole career with this team, I would probably pick Toronto. Actually, just you know because what? I I think it's don't even say that it would be flipped because I think it would be sacrilegious as a Bruins fan to say that it, to have any option other than the Montreal Canadiens to spend your entire career there and you would pick the Canadians. It's still on site with the Canadians. <laughs> I know that they're bad, and the Bruins rivalry with the Toronto Maple Leafs has been building in the last you know half decade, decade, honestly. But I don't want Montreal Canadiens fans thinking we forgot about them. It's still on site. We still mm-hmm. hate you guys. We we don't forget about all those 911 calls you guys made when Chara <laughs> obliterated Pacioretty. I would never want to spend a career in Montreal, but I would spend one year in there if it meant that I didn't have to spend a year in Toronto. All right, so we'll say it's a... All right, then we'll say it's your career. I'm going to say yeah. Montreal. Really? Why? No, let me t- let me tell you why. Do you just hate Boston, or is no? That- I, I, I I I could I I have two reasons why I would pick Montreal. I'll give you both. First reason, my real reason, um, the team in itself has so much history, so much good history. Not that the Maple Leafs don't have history. The Maple Leafs have history, but it's it's all Not winning. It's it's like it's history, but it's history that you read about if you want to learn about the downfalls of society as a whole basically they they're it's like uh, history that you would read on the back of a cereal box yeah it's just if you want to get instantly depressed just read the history about the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> they're, they're a loser franchise with 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 franchise players who just can never ever 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 get it done and it it's, is the funniest thing in the world delusional aspirations that lead to consistent heartbreak and it is Absolutely wow, fabulous. Get that. I'm gonna get that fan. tattooed on my arm. That Every so Maple Leafs fan should get that tattooed on their forehead. <laughs> um, but I would pick Montreal because there's a history there. Um, it's basically the the like the church of hockey. Um, the fans are crazy, they're so devoted. Um, and I would love to be a part of that history and be a you know an impactful guy on that on that team. Now the other reason is sabotage. If I'm going the other way, <laughs> I would just suck. And I, I that. Yeah, there's sabotage. So that the Bruins make the, you know, they beat them every time they play. Um, but yeah, I would go Montreal. I can't. I don't, I don't want to wear that shit blue that Toronto has. <laughs> With milk across your chest. Although the Canadians logo is a toilet seat. Yeah, so I kind of contradicted myself there. Um, as a central. Okay, let's say you were drafted. Let's say it's a parallel universe. We're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's two of you. One of you gets drafted first overall to Montreal. The other one gets drafted first overall to Toronto. Same backstory. Kid from Central Mass. Huge Bruins fan. When you were to come back to Boston, which in which team do you think you would get booed louder? I feel like a a Central Mass Mike Sullivan with the C in his chest in Montreal gets booed a lot louder by Boston fans 
than you in the same situation in Toronto? I would get booed more if I was a Canadian coming into the garden um, in that red, white, and blue jersey. If I came in in a Maple Leafs jersey, I think that the entire garden would just laugh. Yeah, well, here's the problem, right? If you're if you would become the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, if you were to, if you were to come back to Boston, right? You go to the bars, you hang out with guys. You could be like, ah, you know, what what can I do? You know, ah. if you were to be the captain of Montreal, Paul Revere's ghost would stick a bayonet <laughs> through your chest the minute you came close to the boundaries of Boston. You would not be allowed. <laughs> so I think because of that, you would have to pick a career in Toronto over a career in Montreal. That's fair. That's because fair. like, like the hate, the hate for Toronto. I feel like the hate for Toronto is more towards the organization and their fans than it is the team. I don't get me wrong. I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs, everything about them. I hate their logo, their fans, the city, their jerseys, everything about being a Toronto Maple Leaf is just like, like the bane of my existence. But like Montreal, like, Oh, like as a Bruins fan, you, you have to hate who they are. I mean, everything about them, like you could be a good player on, like, I like Wayne Simmons, but if Wayne Simmons was to go to Montreal, I don't know if I can like him anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure Wayne Simmons just got cut too. No. Okay. Well, bring him <laughs> to Boston then, dude. He didn't yeah. <laughs> I hope he doesn't start with Montreal after I just said that. Let's do a quick little, uh, three game prediction. And then, um, we will call it a night. Um, let's see. So we'll do tonight's game. Um, all right. Bruins Nashville. What's your pick? Um, I don't think that the Bruins are going to get shut out. I think they're going to get at least one goal, probably within the first couple minutes of the first period. I've had to guess. Who's going to score? Brad Marchand from Patrice Bergeron. I don't know why. I like I'm that. I, I like that pick. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> is, is Omar in net? No, Sway. Shut out. Three nothing Bruins. Nice. All right. I'm going to say four to one Bruins. Good call. Um, all right. Islanders. In Boston. In mm. Boston. Yeah, in Boston. Bo Horvat. I think the Bruins show Bo, Bo <laughs> I think the Bruins show Bo Horvat why he got traded to the wrong team. And I think the Ooh. Bruins beat the Islanders f- four to two. You know what? I'm going to piggyback off that because I like that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say five to two. Wow, a trouncing, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Islanders. I think a, a real statistic. I I think the Islanders have scored more than two goals this season in a game three times. Are you serious? Yes. Holy shit! I'm not kidding. Uh, at least before, at least before the Bo Horvat trade. Yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-three, and seven. The plus six goal differential. That's what we call perfectly mediocre. So boring. <laughs> Everything about the Islanders just kind of screams like their their fans go to that game for the concessions. They don't even want to watch the game. <laughs> they're just. I mean, they go. They get a soft that? pretzel and up some popcorn, and then they. Oh, all right, let's let's get out of here. Oh, the puck's about to drop. Let's hurry up and get out of here. Yeah, they're Drop. like, oh, oh, we're at a hockey game right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. The Islanders are, they they seem so like I don't know if it's you. Like, I don't know if you think the same thing, but they just, I forget about them all the time. Well, yeah, it's because they're, they are, they're, they're always going to be the Rangers shadow. 
I mean, true. That's a good point. And the Rangers just made a trade for, for, I mean, the Islander just got Bo Horvat. And I feel like more people are talking about the Rangers getting Vladimir Tarasenko. Oh yeah. And oh, it's I just, mean, the Rangers, the Rangers run New York in terms yeah. of hockey. And unfortunately they always will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. And then we'll do the, uh, we'll predict the auto senators game on Monday in Boston matinee action. Day, Patriots day game. Maybe Patriots Mark Wahlberg will be there. I'm going to say Mark. five to one. Ooh. Bruins. Senators always seem to keep us on our toes. On our toes. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say ah, three to one Bruins. All right. So we both yeah. got them going at uh, three and oh. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Then they have Seattle, then Vancouver, yeah. then Edmonton, then Ooh. Calgary. Oh, and Jesus. Dude. Look too. at their March schedule. Buffalo. S- Buffalo, 1-0. Rangers, 2-0. Edmonton, 3-0. Mm. Detroit, 4-0. <laughs> Detroit again on a back-to-back, 5-0. Blackhawks, 6-0. Winnipeg on the road, overtime loss, 6-0-1. Wild, 7-0-1. Buffalo, I'll give them uh, on the road, I'll give them one loss, 8-1-1. Ottawa, that's a win, 9-1-1. Montreal, 10-1-1. Tampa Bay Lightning, they've been on fire lately. Let's see if they continue it. I'll give the Bruins a loss, 10-2-1. Carolina. We might lose those back to back. 10, 3, and 1. <laughs> Nashville, 11, 3, and 1. Columbus, 12, 3, and 1. I mean, they're posed for a pretty big month in March, and that's piggybacking off of the end of this month. Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. I like it, dude. I like it a lot. I like it. Oh, hey, they're chasing history. I don't know if you heard, but the Bruins are uh, right. If, if, if they continue their pace, they would fall one win short of the all time record. Hmm. Do you want that for record? wins of the season? Um, yeah, why not take it? You know, if it's yeah, there, it. yeah, I mean, I, might as well. <laughs> might as well. Ju- might as well just fuck around and set the all-time yeah. NHL wins record. Might they're well offering it. it. I mean, shit. You know, I mean, I mean, it's which is kind of kind of crazy because the Bruins are <laughs> the Bruins are uh, you know they're on pace for one one point short or one game short of the all-time wins record they're on pace for like what they're gonna be like one point short of the all-time points record and despite that they still have carolina kind of breathing down their neck here yeah and guess what uh, this is this is all without jacob chicken that's right and jacob debrusque we're missing a yes. couple of jakes in this lineup oh debrusque has to come back soon He's he will come back i miss him don't forget about that 28 year old yager going in the lineup well, it doesn't strategy. matter. I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, right. I, would, I would tell you what happened when I'm laying on my back watching the wars up, like, <laughs> up by the Arctic Circle. <laughs> Hanging out with the UFOs that we just shot down. Yeah, me and the seals. Yeah, you and the seals. Not an Navy. Yeah. Um, but hey, um, yeah, hey, so uh, I just want to remind everybody, keep sending us DMs, keep sending us questions. We'll be better about the voicemail too. Um, I actually... If you want to call in, call in, leave a message. I I, I, I left my little uh, voice recording there for the uh, voice. Oh, oh, I actually haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I, might, I might call myself just to hear <laughs> Just to see. <laughs> um, but yeah, call us, uh, DM us, send us questions. Just, you know, keep being you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Keep being uh, you. We'll keep being us. 
Yeah. Yeah. You do hey. your thing, we'll do our thing. Scratch hey, our go. back, we'll scratch yours. Yeah, I don't know about that, but hey, go Bruins. Hey, go Bees, huh? What do you think? <laughs> so I just reminded everybody we are in partnership with the Black and Gold Productions LLC. You can follow them on Twitter at BNG Productions. You can follow myself on Twitter at underscore. <laughs> at underscore Mike Sullivan <laughs> and you can follow Nick <laughs> and you can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Melanson underscore if you're looking up my Twitter you don't need to add the voice crack it's not in my handle um but yeah hey, and if, if you want to call again I'll, uh, our, and hear Sully's beautiful voice <laughs> The number is 508-263-0854. Call us anytime. Call Rain, shine. Listen, we're in New England. We're getting some nice, beautiful weather. So why don't you go outside, take the dogs outside, stay in the grass, and give us a phone call. Let us know what's oh, yeah. going on. Ask us a question, share an opinion, or uh, I don't know, talk about whatever you want. But we'll play it on the pod. Hey, what better way to spend your day? Then leave in a voicemail with the boys. There's That's no right. better way. There's That's no better right. way. But thank you all for listening. Can't wait to hear the voicemails. Can't wait to see the DMs continue to fly in. Um, yeah, this has been episode 29. The Alex Ald episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh, I was trying to find the box score of the Bruins and Stars game, and I typed Bruins and Maple Stars. The Maple Stars. <laughs> I couldn't find the box score. I was like, what the fuck? If Toronto and Dallas merged, the Dallas... Yeah. The Dallas Maple Stars. That team would be full of choke artists. Austin Robertson and Mitch Hintz. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Something's Brewing podcast, kid. All right, all right. <laughs> okay.